0: Rise to the top, boy, oh year
1: I am the best wrestler in the world. Burn it
2: down. It's kid, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Wrestlegetting podcast. I'm your host, Christy Heath Matthews. Joined this week, he's finally back from that awesome exhibit of things people swallow. Garrett G. Money Mun, and of course, the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. Fellas, what's going on?
1: Not much, man. I'm just excited that Garrett's back. I'm interested to hear about his uh, travels.
3: Man, this, look, this museum is pretty cool. I got to see a lot of things. I'm sure you learned. There's no. I'm sure you learned what
2: you can fit down your throat without dying.
3: There's no (laughs) penises. No, it was all things (laughs) that people had gotten taken out of their bodies that they swallowed. That was literally the exhibit. So, like, it had things that people, for some odd reason, were like, "I'm gonna eat this," and couldn't digest it, so they had to get it taken out of their body.
4: That was the exhibit. I thought it'd be like a a semen or something. I was very, I was very, uh, (laughs)
0: uh, very
3: upset. You know,
2: that there's no
0: dicks. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. And there was some weird shit that I saw on there. Uh, you know, somebody apparently uh digested, tried to digest a an intact turkey heart and an aorta but well if that was a good idea I don't know
2: they were probably trying to gain eternal life I yeah. guess <laughs> and they fucked up the ritual it was a sheep <laughs> heart not a turkey heart <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, were there, they were all on a dick
0: <laughs> I guess so <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man. Speaking of all out of dicks, uh, head over to Twitter. Follow us at WrestleGen and Pod with one D uh, Instagram, WrestleGen and Pod with two D's and for the underscore collection. Facebook.com slash and Pod and YouTube.com slash for the collection. And then you can head over to prowrestlingteescom WrestlingTees.com slash WrestleGen and Podcast to 2Ds to buy some cool shirts. Um, we got the, uh, the Wrestle F and Get in podcast shirt up um, as well. You can pick that up either there or on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Wrestle pod with one D. Uh, Redbubble, you can also get some cool new hats. That's right. We got some hats up there. You can get yourself a dad hat. You get yourself a snapback with the uh, traditional Wrestle Get in logo or the Wrestle F and Get in podcast as well. Lots of cool stuff there. Definitely check those out. Oh, good stuff there. Um, I don't really got any follow up from last week, but there is a bonus episode up on our feed. Uh, myself and the uh, the junior wrestle team. Uh, that'd be my three kids, and my wonderful wife. Uh, did the. Defeat the under or escape the Undertaker uh interactive thing on Netflix. A little watch along there, so you guys can go check that out. That was a good time. You guys gotten a chance to go through that yet? Not yet. No.
4: It's, all, What's it's not like? bad.
2: It, it's it's very interesting. It's enter. It's entertaining. I'll say. So Oh. No. A
4: lot of fun. Carl, I'm sure
2: um your son will love it. Uh, he might. I might need to try it with him. Yeah, they got like spiders and whispers and <laughs>
3: random lights. He probably would sit there and ask you where the fiends at.
1: Probably. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> that's like that's the thing that like sad about me watching wrestle now like every time he runs up, he's like, "Oh, is the the fiend gonna come out?" And I'm like. No nah, man, he's not coming out. Probably ever again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then with the pots, the potential of Alexa Bliss changing her gimmick too. Yeah. You Might have to start watching old Boogeyman matches with him.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh speaking of boogeyman, let's um, get into one of our discussion things before we get into the news. To do a little uh Spooky season fantasy booking.
4: What would you guys do with Papa Shongo and the Boogeyman? Worm meeting contest. What really? would I do? fantasy book? Like, what or? would you? If it was your, yeah, if you're Federation
2: and you were tasked huh? to come up with something for Papa Shongo and the Boogeyman.
4: Huh. Man. Uh man. Um wish I would have prepped for this question.
0: Um
1: <laughs> it would be some kinda uh, a horror theme match, of course. Uh gotta be some sort of a still cage involved. Uh, you know
4: like a uh, like maybe- a chamber of
1: horrors. Yeah, maybe, you know, a couple coffins with <laughs> some random mask guys in it. Uh. uh electric chair. <laughs> electric chair with the switch keeps falling down from top to off. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. And I probably have, uh, I don't know, maybe like a duel with a butcher, a special guest referee. Uh.
4: Amen. Yeah. Not bad. That's better than a worm eating contest. I actually
3: thought of a better one. <laughs> so hear me out. They open doors and they scare little kids, and then this little yellow tube thing like goes up as the kids scream louder and louder. Even better right?
2: You just gave me like the plot and the
3: fucking <laughs> monsters in it. <laughs> I <laughs> know I'm special. <just> to... <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... Terrible. Yeah. I got to have the hey. terrible ideas. You and Carl all have the good ideas.
4: Uh, well, what I would do tag team. Be, like the best thing to
2: do, put them in a the tag team. <clears throat> and have them use their supernatural powers and eventually win the, the tag team titles. But well, all their matches would be like horror gimmick matches.
4: <clears throat> so like a haunted house match or something like that. It's kind of lame, but that's what I got. <laughs>
1: What uh, what's Raven's, uh, match called Raven's dream.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> the clockwork orange house of fun match. House of fun. Maybe that match. That'd be cool. Yeah.
3: Hey, what was that? Should, it was, um, you should have a match with exploding coffins?
2: That was uh, the Raven's match it was literally like two sides of a steel cage with weapons strapped
4: to it. That was it. Was it two sides or one? Might have been one. but Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. So, get that one out the way. Let's go ahead and jump
2: in to the news. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 900 454 All right, news this week is uh, it's a little women of wrestling heavy because that seemed to be the the biggest uh, thing going on this week. Um, one of the big things announced for wow for their return, AJ Lee
4: will be coming back as an executive producer. Um, unfortunately,
2: yeah. um, due to severe um, neck injury. She can't wrestle anymore, but getting her back in like a producer type role, I think, is a a good spot for her. Yeah. Kind of, kind of sad that it's not AEW because I think um she could have been a great asset to their
4: production team for their women's division. Maybe get a little bit of that away from Kenny Omega. Well, that's just my opinion. Um, on top of that, Tessa Blanchard
2: has re signed with Women of Wrestling.
1: Oh, really? Yes, as a wrestler, right?
2: That is he, as a wrestler. The biggest thing with that, though, is she had a lot of issues with management. So I don't know, I'm kind of surprised that they're willing to bring her back.
1: Yeah, she's a draw. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be a draw.
2: Um, but she's got a big stigma to uh, to burn off, I guess, if she wants to get back to somewhere that's not a syndicated wrestling show. And then Alex Garcia. Gracia, Garcia uh, signed with Women's ref- Women of Wrestling as well. So pretty, pretty hefty, uh, wow news this week. Um, I think that was pretty, I don't think there's a whole lot of else going on. Um,
4: like the biggest things I saw this week was that. And. nope, no, the other big news, uh, Bobby fish has signed with, um, AEW as well. Yep. So, so there we go for that. Um and also
2: in some WWE news with the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown. Uh starting tonight on SmackDown. We actually have the full tournament brackets. Uh those were announced as well. So we had two of these matches happen tonight. It was Tony Storm versus Zelina Vega, Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Uh, we've got Dewdrop versus Natalia and Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler <clears throat> for the Queen's Crown Tournament. And the King of the Ring Tournament, we had Mysterio versus Sami Zayn, which was on SmackDown, Cesaro versus Balor on SmackDown as well. Uh, then we have Kofi versus Jinder Mahal and Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. Yep. Um, so why is there no like big-name people in this tournament?
4: I do not. Know. Like, yeah, why? Kind of,
1: like, well, I think uh, historically, like, I guess, like, I remember maybe a few times big-name people won it, but it's usually, like, before they were super big. It's kind of like a mid-card. Like, King of the Rings is always, was like, a mid-card guy that wanted to kind of push them into stardom, you know?
2: It's true.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just seems kind of
2: odd to me that I mean, some, and even on this too, like there's no one like up and coming in this either. Like, I guess, yeah. like, as far as like the Queen's Crown, you can probably say drop who they've been using quite a bit. But like in the men's side, they're like, there's nobody in here. Yeah. Nobody of, you know, like all these guys are established. Like, unless Ricochet, uh, unless they got plans on using Ricochet more, but that's like, I don't really see. I can't really see any of these these guys as King of the Ring. Oh, he lost. So <laughs> I mean that's I mean, yeah, he did lose to Sammy tonight, and then uh Finn defeated Cesaro on SmackDown in first round matchups for that, and then Carmella and Zelina Vega both advanced as well. Uh the only thing I can see is uh Sami Zayn taking it and maybe going a little further with his character as King of the Ring. I was say, I mean, I wouldn't be mad with Ginger Mahal winning it either. But the other the other side to this too is the, the finals for this are supposed to be um during uh yep. whatchamacallit, Crown Jewel.
3: So you know Ginger Mahal is gonna be in the
4: final. <clears throat> Why would Jinder Mahal be in the finals? Why not? It's going to be in
2: the final. I'm telling me, going to be in the final. Well, the Crown Jewel event is supposed to be is the Saudi Arabia event.
3: I know. Okay.
2: I understand. He's still going to be in the final. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but hasn't Sami Zayn, like, said that he doesn't... Wasn't Sami Zayn one of the ones that
4: didn't want to wrestle in the Saudi events? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Unless it's gonna be done here and just aired over there. I don't know. I think
3: it'll end up being um Finn and
4: uh Mahal. I see that or Ricochet and Mahal. Maybe Well, they're
3: uh, on the they, same side, so Oh they're, they're on the same Finn. side, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: It'd be Finn to win and then uh Roman Reigns uh challenge them again for <laughs>
3: the. Okay, King I see what they did. It's
2: it's all SmackDown on one side
3: of the bracket and Raw on the other side of the bracket. Yep. Okay. Even though some of those people get drafted to Raw and some get drafted to SmackDown.
2: Yeah, but the draft, the rosters for the draft don't go into effect until after Crown Jewel. I know. Which is kind of shitty. We'll, we'll talk about the draft here in a little bit. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um,
4: what else we got? I think that's pretty much it for news this week I didn't really see anything else at least nothing worth um worth mentioning at all they're running super slow uh let's see figure news this week has quite a few things dropped for that
2: uh legend series 12 is starting to pop up in target stores um if you follow us on twitter um I did post the dpcis for those individual figures again to so make your your hunting trips a little easier um, if you are asking target team members though to check dpcis for you to see if we have them or see if they have them in store please be nice to the team members that are working there they go through a lot during the course of their day So just uh remember
3: to be kind remember get it's also tougher. getting close to the holiday season and We don't have patience for your rude ass.
2: (laughs) No, usually don't. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just be nice to them. Like, they're not going to go dig through 20 boxes to find you one figure. Like, that's just not feasible. So, yeah, so those should be hitting sorters uh, relatively soon. If they haven't hit your sorters yet, just keep checking. Um, The Hollywood Elite Series 1 has been popping up in Walmart's. Uh, that, of course, is The Rock from Fast and Furious, or not Fast and Furious, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, so Fast and Furious. Uh, Cena from Fast 9 and Roddy Piper from They Live, which is the only one I want from that set. Um, And it seems to be Piper is being short shipped as I was in a Walmart the other day, uh, Wednesday actually this week, and all I could find were freaking Rock and Cena, so it's like they're coming in like eight at a time and Piper's only being shipped like four at a time, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, speaking of Hollywood elites, Andre the Giant as Bigfoot, from the $6 million man, went up for pre-order today as part of Walmart's um, fan festival thing, I guess, for uh, New York Comic Con weekend. And also the the new retro superstars which were pretty much the masters of the WWE universe without the, the He-Man gimmick, uh, that first wave went up for pre-order as well. Um, what else we got? Ultimo dragon is getting a retro figure in the heels and faces line. So that was just announced this week. There's zombie sailor toys and the major wrestling figure podcasts announced their next set of bendies, uh, which will include Conrad Thompson, uh, Danhausen and like a couple other guys that aren't really worth mentioning. So, but uh, plus I don't remember who they were. I think Mark one was like Mark Sterling and probably like Hornswoggle or something. So, yeah, pretty cool.
4: Good stuff going on there. alrighty And. So, fellas,
2: what's your favorite horror-themed gimmick?
1: <laughs> Are we huh? excluding anybody? No exclusions.
0: Whatever
2: wrestler had your favorite horror-themed gimmick. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: well, I, I, I believe probably everybody's answer would probably be the Undertaker. Uh, But uh, if we're talking second, uh, I would go with uh, Papa Shango
4: uh, or uh, Leatherface. Yeah. I could get behind that. I honestly...
2: I like The Undertaker. I'm a fan of The Undertaker. But, like, I... Like the Wyatt family gimmick more than the Undertaker. Oh, really? Yes. It's more like some of the the supernatural aspect of it. Like, if you take that away, it's still kind of believable as something that could actually
1: happen.
4: Well, like a little like a cult
2: type thing. So.
1: Yeah, I was a little I was a little kid when Undertaker and Papasanga, so. I thought that shit was, you know, pretty close <laughs> to being real. So, undertaker Papa Shango, scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean, Carl, we're like in the same age bracket, but. I mean. <laughs> uh, Leatherface had the fucking chainsaw. So. Yeah, that's a USWA reference. Uh, I think but it might USWA, have been. USWA uh, and New Japan. Yeah. yeah. I think it might have been Doug Gilbert, but I ain't 100% certain on that. It could have been Jerry Garrett. I can't remember who it was, but I think he was. um.
2: Last year, we did the, like, the countdown of like, the top, like, 20 or 50 or something like that, horror-themed wrestlers. So, you can go back in the archives and listen to that through the month of October. I think we have a, a profile on Leatherface in there. And I think yeah, the
0: rest of pretty clear. Sure <laughs> yep, I'm pretty
4: sure. Garrett, what you got? I kind of like how his picks are pretty good.
3: Let's say uh, I think for Carl's uh son, uh it should definitely say the fiend gimmick, just to make him feel good about himself <laughs> 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 uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones uh, I mean
1: on. do what is that horror. Wow. And, uh,
2: I mean, there, it could be like there's people that are afraid of clowns. I mean that that could be classified as a,
3: the
0: like yeah.
2: a horror theme gimmick. Donkey,
3: Donkey the Clown.
2: Uh, I'd say, um, Gangrail uh, definitely is one of yeah. the best, one of the best gimmicks out there for that.
1: Mankind. So out.
2: Yeah. Yeah
4: definitely. How about like the worst horror thing to gimmick? Ooh. Probably <laughs> like
1: Nails. Nails.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nails uh, is pretty bad.
3: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say how would it count?
0: Oh.
2: Eva Marie <laughs> <laughs> No but um was it seven The uh the failed thing that they tried to do
1: with gold dust Uh seven yeah he was seven yeah. And he was something else too I forget Uh was it was a black rain and impact black rain. Yeah. Which
2: was terrible Like that yeah. was like I got Dustin said that was what it had His worst Like as far as like yeah. addiction wise Goes Oh. Like he was so out of shape and just terrible and
3: speaking of horror, uh you made me think of someone that's a good honorable mention. Abyss, uh, Abyss yeah. 100%. Abyss, yeah.
2: There's someone Fake. else that um that doesn't get a lot of shine in that horror type gimmick is uh relic. Oh yeah. Like this, like you look at it was um Johnny the Bull Stamboli
4: who completely
2: reinvented himself as this character relic and just completely killed it. Like, as far as like the character development and like the look, everything phenomenal, uh, character on that too. And even like, uh, Mortis wrath, like Canyon, absolutely. As Mortis was amazing. No, so,
0: yeah.
4: I'm
2: not just saying that cause I'm a Canyon mark, but like, that's mm-hmm. Mortis was awesome. So. <clears throat> yeah as far as like the worst goes like seven like i don't know if they had planned that whole thing where he came out like trashed everything but i really like the entrance <laughs> the entrance is cool where he just kind of floated down to the ring like that was was entertaining we do it fake Cade, fake kane, <laughs> fake kane. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Yankum. (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome. All right. So that's that's what we got for discussion this week. Let's go ahead and jump in and go bell to bell. I was gonna say news again, but I was like, we just did news. <laughs>
3: We're doing the news again, damn
2: it! <laughs> doing the news again. Redo, <laughs> retape, retape.
1: Someone botched. Break, breaking news: Garrett's live with draft coverage.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So bell to bell this week, um, not a whole lot really. I want to talk about. Like there was, there's a few things that were kind of interesting that suck out. Um, The biggest thing being the WWE draft. Um, I'm kind of getting into this here and talk about some of these, these picks here, which really make no sense half the time when they do this shit. So
4: um, yeah, Carl, Carl hates the draft. All right, I uh, no, it's,
1: like, it's <laughs> the fucking k company. Like, yeah, draft anybody but you want
2: to. That's literally like the biggest thing with this is they take like people that are in a program with each other and just move them from one show to the other show. So it's not like it doesn't really make sense at all, which is yeah. very irritating. Um, But the draft started on Friday night at SmackDown last week um, for round one or night one, I should say. So there's four rounds in this, but I'm just going to go through. Um, So pretty much Biggie, Bianca Belair, RK Bro, um, Edge, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, Keith Lee, Ray and Dominic Mysterio and Austin Theory being called up from
4: NXT again. um, All got drafted to Raw during SmackDown. So like with all that too, like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm
2: happy to see Edge go to, go to Raw. I think they need that. And of course, Big E was going to stay on Raw. He's a freaking WWE champion. Um, but it kind of gave like a lot of these like Bianca Belair being moved to Raw. Like you pretty much knew that the street profits were going to get moved over there
4: eventually. Yep. I don't know. They could have did, like, a,
1: uh, a Matt Hardy and Lita storyline with them. Have her go to, you know, Raw, by herself, yeah. and start fucking RK Bro or something. and. <laughs> and <laughs>
2: So that was raw. SmackDown, uh the draft, Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, uh Drew McIntyre, the New Day, uh Kofi and Xavier Woods. Uh Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Like, okay. Um, Uh I yeah, I don't I don't like verdict moss to begin with, but like, whatever.
3: <laughs> he told, like, the worst dad joke I've ever heard in my life on SmackDown today. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Uh, Hit Row getting a call up from NXT to SmackDown. That was yeah. probably one of the most exciting parts of the draft I've seen Hit Row, even though it was, like, heavily rumored that they were being called up. But it's still cool. Like, they've been on an absolute tear um, going through that. So, which leads me to believe that Swerve is going to lose the North American Championship to Escobar next week.
3: Well, the other belief on that was they showed, like, a vignette of them tonight, and Swerve didn't even have the title on.
2: Because they don't recognize NXT titles on the main roster. Like anything that they do, that's going to bring them up. Like they're not going to talk about that, which is why I'm surprised that Cross had the NXT title those first couple of times he kind of popped up on on Raw. Uh, let's see Naomi and Jeff Hardy both going to SmackDown from Raw,
4: so that's cool. So Naomi getting moved to to Raw um, with the Usos because they got on SmackDown and left on SmackDown. Uh, let's see. This didn't give me. Okay. So here's that over the weekend, we had the online draft,
2: uh, which raw had taken Nia Jax, Drake, Maverick, Reggie, Zelina Vega, Akira Tozawa, the alpha Academy, R-Truth, John Morrison, Dewdrop, T-Bar. Um, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Smackdown, Aliyah. Getting the call up there from uh, NXT. Uh, Tony Storm, Drew Gulak, Mace, uh, Mustafa Ali, and Mansoor. It's so, like some of these guys should have been like included in the original, like the, the televised draft. Like, mm. Morrison. John Morrison, really? Gets mm-hmm. drafted on a Saturday on an online thing.
1: Yeah, because he's been he's been a fucking character of himself. Like he hasn't been like John Morrison, John Morrison. He's just been the Miz's little sidekick. Yeah,
2: and then like pretty much everyone that's been chasing after the twenty four seven title
4: was drafted. <laughs> the same thing. All right. Okay. And
2: then it's like this is ridiculous. Okay. So, Monday night, we had Becky Lynch, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ Styles and Omos, Kevin Owens, The Street Profits, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, Carmella and Gable Stevenson, who hasn't even wrestled a fucking match in WWE, is apparently part of the draft. It's
4: like, you fucking kidding me?
1: Did nobody pick
4: T.M. Poe? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
4: oh that's draft real, fucking stupid. <laughs> um, let me
2: let me run through SmackDown here before I start bitching some more. Uh, SmackDown, USO, Sasha Banks, uh, King Nakamura, and Rick Boogs. Sheamus going over to SmackDown. Shayna Baszler going to SmackDown as well. Zaya Lee called up from NXT, which kind of splits up that whole group that she was in on NXT. Uh, Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Umberto Calrio, and Angel Garza,
1: Cesaro. What's up? The Viking Raiders are still in WWE. Yep.
4: I thought they got cut. Nope. Oh, they, they did have. not. Yeah, so they can go do better stuff.
2: <laughs> I want War Machine in AEW. I don't even care how bloated their roster is. Uh, Ridge Holland yeah. and Sami Zayn round out the SmackDown picks for Raw uh, for the televised stuff. So, here's my thing. Becky Lynch was picked first round. So, immediately, you know that Seth Rollins is coming to Raw. Yep. And it's the same thing we talked oh,
4: could, The same thing it, with... You know, she's red headed You could have Sorry,
1: fucking Edge, You know,
4: because <laughs> you still a, have
1: he's the radar superstar, you know, huh, had a yeah. live sex show on Raw with Becky Lynch, <laughs> <laughs> but they could have <laughs> so. They,
2: they pretty much took one of the biggest one of the big storylines from SmackDown with Edge and Rollins and just moved it to Raw,
4: yeah. That's that's pretty much all they did with that one. And it's the same thing when we
2: talked about Bianca Belair going to Raw, then you knew the Street Profits were being drafted to Raw. Like, it's, it's just a given. And then Carmella being moved to Raw. Of course, Corey Graves is on commentary on Raw, so that makes sense. But Gable Stevenson, dude, like, yeah, Olympic gold medalist, whatever, but has not even wrestled a single damn match in WWE, and he's part of a draft.
4: Like I don't wonder it's stupid to me. Um let's go.
1: Anybody draft bad by me? No. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> uh, let's then additional picks after Raw on Raw Talk were Dana Brooke, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roos, So the dirty dogs are going to Raw, Jackson Riker, Veer, Liv Morgan, Mia Gim. Tamina Snuka, so they split up Natty and Tamina because Natalia was drafted to SmackDown as part of the same Raw Talk draft. Uh, Tegan Nox, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and The Miz. So they split up Tegan and Shotzi because uh, Shotzi was drafted to SmackDown. Natalia's on SmackDown. And they split up Jinder Mahal, Shanky, and Veer. Yep. Which Mahal and understand. Shanky are going to SmackDown and Veer is staying on Raw.
4: I didn't understand. Oh, my God. We I mean, don't understand uh, a lot. This is yeah, I don't... What, oh, my God. You know my thoughts. These guys my are... These,
1: I know. Yeah. Do whatever Raw and SmackDown. Just have one brand, but...
2: These guys aren't doing anything To begin with so why split them up Like Veer and Shanky Could have been a pretty decent tag team Because they were in NXT And you bring them to Raw and they do nothing But become Jinder Mahal's lackeys So it's basically the freaking um, The Bollywood Boys
4: on steroids Huh Bollywood
1: on steroids. I like that description. It's pretty
2: much what they are. It's freaking Sunil and whatever his brother's name was. It's the Singh brothers. I think. Yeah. It's it's the same thing that Mahal was doing with the Singh brothers, but less comedic. Is it? Ah, it's so frustrating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they have Big E as the champion. That's my thought. It's like having Hacksaw Jim Duggan as your champion.
4: <laughs> like oh, a that's hilarious.
1: Kid. The kids love him. You know, he's got the body that you know. You think he's a professional wrestler. He's bigger than some of the guys, but i just don't get him as a champion.
2: Oh, man. I don't even know anymore. Like, I'll give it a chance. Cause like some of the other guys, some, some guys I like that are on SmackDown. don't really watch SmackDown that often uh, being moved to raw. So it gives me a chance to watch more of that. Like with Finn Balor, um, Kevin Owens, kind of interesting to see what they do with KO before his uh, contract runs up. So I guess we'll see. Uh, we talked about Queens crown, King of the ring already with the matchups for that, which are on SmackDown tonight. Um, Wasn't a whole lot with NWA or Impact this week, but AEW this week drops a new
1: title on us.
2: And that's the the TBS.
1: Oh, shit. I thought it was the Fox News title.
2: (laughs) The TBS title. Uh. Um, I didn't notice it before, but if you look at the TBS logo on there, it looks
4: like it says hose. (laughs) Oh <laughs> so
2: AW has given us the host title. <laughs> nice. It's it's just the way like the T and the B like they're so close together it looks like a like an H and an O. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh I lord
2: like I'm all for having like a secondary women's title. But well, right. this basically, basically to me, is saying that they don't want they we're gonna add a secondary women's title so they don't have to worry about Britt Baker losing the title, and they can keep that title on her as long as they need to. Yep. And this title can go to like someone like Thunder Rosa or Serena Deeb or someone like that, kind of like what they did with the NWA women's title when they had it on Serena Deeb and, you know, Thunder Rosa and stuff. Um, that, that's pretty much all it is. Like, I really think they could have benefited more with a trio's title.
0: Yeah.
1: what's up with all these fucking television stations they're gonna have like the fucking disney channel title and... yep but that's the thing though too like last week impact
2: announced the digital media champion
3: <laughs> wait, we, we have can, a, a, I, wait 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 can i get the hallmark title you want, the <laughs> hallmark title?
2: You want to be the champion <laughs> of sappy christmas movies hell yeah that all have the same plot <laughs> girl,
1: some girl goes out of town fucking starts fucking some guy in the town that's like the plumber or something and the sheriff. her, her <laughs> husband comes back in town to try to take her back to New York or something and she don't want to go because she's in love with the small time guy
0: yep
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like
2: every Hallmark Christmas movie ever <laughs> oh so terrible But yeah like I uh, I guess uh, Having another women's cycles, But a TBS title really Like was that in the contract That they had to have a TBS title Hell yeah That's Like basic. TNT TNT makes sense with the show being called Dynamite But like TBS Really But Like, um, we talked in our group chat. They should have put a picture of Peter Griffin on it because that title looks like shit. I
4: don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. So, uh,
1: my sister who, you know, don't listen to my fucking podcast just texted me and asked me, oh, I got a question. Can you believe what her question is? What was the wrestler that came out to the song that said, I'm too sexy for my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a USWA reference. Do You, you want to guess who it is?
2: Was it, was it
1: Brian Christopher? Yeah, too sexy Brian Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: good Lord. All right. So the big thing that was one of the big things coming out of AEW. The big, big thing, which God, I hate when I'm right. (laughs) 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 Adam Page makes his return as the Joker in the casino ladder match and wins the ladder match. Gets his shot at full gear for the AEW championship against Kenny Omega.
4: Oh, baby. I'm so glad to have Adam Page back. B so nice.
2: Two. <laughs> I, man, was, the ladder match was pretty good. Like, I will, I will say that it was a very, yeah. ladder match. It was definitely a hell of a lot better than that shit show. Eight man tag that started the show. Yeah. Like, I guess it's the a good young thing Buck- I didn't watch at the beginning of the show. The Bucks do not need to wrestle every single week. Like, I I just, like, they're one of those teams, like I said, like I've said before, like, they're better in small doses. They're better in moderation. First, yes. Like, especially their matches with every, like, the high spots and everything like that like need to be those type of teams that are like that should be saved for bigger events. Like, especially all those high spots, like you're on dynamite. It's a TV show. You don't need to do 6,000 flips in a five minute match. You don't need 30 super kicks. Like it's not that big of a deal. You're not even defending your titles. Like I can see, like a bigger match feel, but not an eight-man tag match. Like, come on, oh. man. All right, but yeah, that ladder match is pretty sweet. Um, I think was this what was it? It was Adam Page was on the ladder. That's probably like the worst spot of the night. It was Page and someone with Moxley. else. Moxley. Moxley. It was like Moxley like jumped off the ladder. Yeah, like, it's it very it was, weird. Yeah, it just looks like Moxley just jumped down and then Paige ended to let Paige win. Like, it was yeah. a very weird spot. I think
0: my
3: only other like complaint I would say about it is I feel like Andrade had no purpose in that match. Like, he no, never was... did anything in the match at all.
2: I don't think they... They don't know what to do with Andrade. No. That's the biggest thing. And like, what happened to the the whole announcement with Um Andrade saying he had a tag team to face the Bucks
1: for their AAA titles?
4: Like, Maybe they just had that whole thing.
1: Are they going to do it in AAA and
2: not uh, AEW? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But it just it just seemed kind of odd to even bring that up on an episode of Dynamite and then not even was Dynamite a Rampage one the two? And not even follow through with it, like the following week. It just uh, made no sense at all. Um, I think actually, there's another return tonight. Brian Cage returned as well, and we get him and um Ricky Starks in a Philly street fight on Rampage tonight. So that's actually quite interesting. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of, like, like stuff that doesn't make any sense with both of these companies right now. Um, one thing we didn't talk about, NXT. I don't really... Was, was, was there anything really that stood out on NXT this week?
3: Well, we're getting uh, Braun Baker and Tommaso Champa at Halloween Havoc.
2: Halloween Havoc. Yes, Halloween Havoc. How did I forget about that? October 26th. Halloween Havoc will return this year. I can't believe I forgot about that. Um kind of interested to see what they're going to do, because this will be like the first um, pay-per-view type event inside the new arena. Mm-hmm. So kind of interested to see what they do. If they go like all out like they did last year, or if it'll just be like stupid graphics like they do with like the regular. They better WWE. go all out.
4: Be disappointed. I want zombies up. at ringside.
2: <laughs> Sitting in the crowd watching a match.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, fun stuff like that. I think that was the only. Was that the only match so far announced for Halloween Havoc was.
3: I think so. I mean, we'll probably get. I'm assuming we're getting Mandy Rose versus.
2: Uh, uh, Raquel. Raquel. I think we're safe to assume that,
4: and probably um, the women's tag titles. Yeah, probably. Since they're all involved, Unless will do like,
2: will do some stupid um six person six woman tag match.
0: Oh, no, we'll see. Who
2: knows.
4: I love the fact that Raquel is all of a sudden the face now. Yeah, no. Yeah, so Breaker and Champa has been the only one, only match that's now so far this week. I figured. I didn't hear anything else.
2: All right, awesome. Okay, so that's pretty much it for Bell to Bell. We have a whole lot of other stuff going on with that. Uh, Let's go ahead and move on over to the Vintage Throwdown. The WrestleGannon Podcast is brought to you each and every week by StackOfCards.com. Yes, that's StackOfCards with a Z dot com. The best place your trading card fix whether it's new packs or vintage packs sports cards or entertainment cards stack of cards.com has everything you need to feed that trading card addiction plus if you use the code vintage at checkout you'll save an additional 10 percent off your order so pick up your cards today at stack of cards.com that's stack of cards with a z.com This week on the Vintage Throwdown, uh, we, we were gonna do this last week, but we kind of ran out of time. Um, we took a look at the 1991 Halloween Havoc pay per view. One match in particular, it was the Halloween Havoc Phantom versus the Z Man Tom Zane. I think I'm just literally just gonna go through like these Halloween Havocs and pick like one of the worst matches off of like every card, <laughs> For, like. Or just something, like, completely stupid.
1: This wasn't, wasn't the worst match. <laughs> it wasn't, but it was...
2: It was a very, very stupid way for creative to debut someone with name value. Yeah. Um. So the Halloween Phantom, Halloween Havoc Phantom versus Tom Zank, was literally less than five minutes. Um... I mean, it, was a the, it, was, it was a squash match. The Z-Man lost like pretty quick. Uh, the the Halloween Havoc Phantom just completely destroyed him. He uh, looked kind of familiar under that mask with that uh that mustache that you can see through th- the the uh, the nose hole. Um, and then <laughs> hits S- the uh, yeah, tom Selleck.
1: <laughs>
2: tom Selleck <laughs> hit a great <laughs> neckbreaker neck breaker to finish <laughs> that match.
1: Bert Reynolds, he had a pretty good message.
2: Yeah, that's
3: what I was going to say. I was going to
1: (laughs) say Bert Reynolds. Oh man.
2: So yeah, so pretty much, uh, match ends with a uh, nice, familiar-looking neckbreaker and a three-count. Then we get a promo afterwards with the the Halloween Havoc Phantom and Paul E. Dangerously, and I believe was that Medusa that was with him too. I think so. Look, look like Medusa, because I know she was part of the Dangerous Alliance at that
1: point. Um, was it Medusa? I think it might have been too early for Medusa.
3: I don't know. It have, I don't, it look, it don't be, know. It looked like her. It
4: looked like Medusa. That's like, uh, so why I'm, so I'm wondering if it was Medusa. Or Was she, was she in WCW uh,
1: before she went to WWE as a Lender Blaze?
4: Um, I think she was uh I think so. Okay. So this is what, ninety two? Ninety one. Ninety one.
1: Yeah, because I know she did uh, the belt drop in the trash can on like Nitro. That was like in like ninety six, ninety seven, I think. Yeah. Cause she wasn't in she wasn't in
4: WWE very long as a wonder blaze. <clears throat> it could have been her. It could have been her. I watched the uh Hope of Review, Terry Reynolds was in there too. As what? somebody I think she managed uh was one of the managers for Ricky Morton. Nice. it doesn't really say on here. I'm looking at the the match card and stuff and it doesn't have her doesn't have her
2: on here. But the uh I completely f- forgotten about this match. It's fucking um Oz wrestling Bill Cashmere, Cashmere.
0: Mhm.
2: And Oz lost by submission.
1: Yeah. That was <laughs> probably the worst match on there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Uh, Van Hammer? Really? Wow. Yeah, the, uh, the best match is, like,
1: the Luger-Simmons match wasn't too bad. The best match on the card was probably uh, the Brian Pillman-Ricky Morton match. Uh, other than that, like, uh, well, the sack team match uh, wasn't too bad either. With uh,
4: uh uh but it ended in like a disqualification or something. The tag team match.
1: Yeah, it was Arn Anderson and uh Larry Zabisco. Uh
4: and-
1: yeah, it doesn't say DQ. Um it was just it says the
2: image the uh the, the Patriots.
1: Yeah. They may have cheated. I I can't remember what they did. It may have been may have, they
4: may have cheated the one or something like that. But uh, yeah, that one that was a pretty okay match. Well, it definitely has to be better than this Chamber of Horrors match I kicked
1: off the show. The Chamber of Horrors match, like <laughs> it's good for people. Like if you haven't seen it. I definitely uh recommend watching it. Uh yeah, it's it's definitely it's something that has
2: to be seen to be believed that this actually took place.
3: Did <laughs> so, uh, it vintage down for next week?
2: Every every other wrestling podcast has done the Chamber of Horrors match. <laughs> like so I was trying to do something different. So Getcha. <laughs> but uh yeah. I mean, this match lasted less time than Steve Austin versus Dustin Rhodes for the television championship,
4: which went the full 15 minutes and ended in a time limit draw. Bobby Eaton
2: versus Terrence Taylor lasted longer than the Chamber of Horrors match.
4: That that's got to tell you something right there. <laughs> oh yes,
2: but Halloween Havoc Phantom promo after the match, unmasked, and it's none other than Ravishing Rick Rude. What a way to debut a talent with name recognition! By <laughs> putting him in under a mask and having a squash match. <laughs>
4: I mean, they,
1: they did it under, like, I mean, they revealed it on the V, so. I mean, yeah. Like, eh. Could have been a better I, way.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there's a much better way to do that. That was, I don't know.
1: They could have him as one of the masked men in the Chamber of Horrors, man. He might have been. <laughs> uh, the, uh, if you haven't seen it, yet, like, the Chamber of Horrors, like, they have like all these props like in the cage, which like, I don't know who built the cage, but they didn't build it very well. Uh, that cage was janky as all hell. But it had like two coffins, and like <laughs> the coffins had fucking like mass men inside of it. But I mean, like they didn't re- they didn't wrestle like they just like popped out of the coffins and like at, like get beat up. <laughs> but it's like.
3: Interesting.
1: Like, like what the hell? Yes. And then they bring out the like uh uh like little corner people to I guess like take out whoever loses the match because it's like electric chair. It's it it's bad. You can oh, get
4: has
1: a uh, cactus jack uh, a duel the butcher uh, the Steiner or not the really Steiner's but Rick Steiner.
2: I don't know. Both that was, Steiner brothers. That was both Steiner brothers. The, uh, it was two teams. It was Sting, El Gigante, uh, which would be the Giant Gonzalez, yeah. and the Steiner Brothers, versus Abdullah the Butcher, the Diamond Stud, which is Scott Hall,
4: Cactus Jack, yeah. and Vader. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: it was so bad. And then
2: Abdullah, wasn't Abdullah the one that got electrocuted?
1: Yeah, he's the one that got electrocuted by Cactus Jack, his own team member. <laughs> oh, excellent booking. Well, it's one of those things where Cactus Jack Cassius Jack had to do it because I guess uh, the fucking switch that they had, like, instead of investing in like a real switch. They had like this bullshit switch that kept falling down. <laughs> so check this deck like towards the end, had to just go over there and hold it up to where like the finish <laughs> <clears throat> oh, was work.
2: Oh, so bad. Uh let's see. I don't know. I don't know what we can do next week. I'll have to I'll have to go through some of these Halloween Havoc cards and see what's on there. Um, unless you guys got any
4: suggestions. I I had to uh, like think about it. I don't think Garrett's watched too many Halloween
2: Havocs.
3: Um I've watched a couple. I don't really remember
2: Oh,
1: I got it. Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. Oh God. (laughs) Someone avoiding bad shit, there we (laughs) go.
4: i like it oh yeah that, that, that's what we're doing next week <laughs> oh my god that match was so bad <laughs> Yeah,
1: so freaking bad i don't know that's kind of good there to watch some of the old corny stuff yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. That was great.
4: Freaking WCW. Jesus. Alright. <clears throat> oh, kind of a short show this week. So I guess there there wasn't uh a lot like
1: going on in on the getting a rink and then the uh no prep reviews or anything to preview, so it should. Yeah, okay. Uh let's we see. Question you want to. Up to you. What's up? We'll to do another discussion question or something, if you want to, it's up to you.
4: I was trying to think of something, so um worst? Hollow worst candy you've ever gotten trick-or-treating
1: Worst candy
2: like one i hate it the worst yes
4: like what's the worst possible candy you could get as a kid trick-or-treating um i don't know because i'm like i always like enjoyed all candy
1: um I'll probably go, like, uh, Smarties. You know, like, I'd Smarties? Be... What's wrong with you? i have fuck some Smarties. Unless you, uh, like, crush them up and I get gets cocaine or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, did that little... with... we did that with
2: Fun Dip. Oh, God.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, uh,
3: Burn like a motherfucker. I don't really like Heath bars. <laughs> Heath bars. Heath bar. Yeah, I don't really like the. never really like the taste of Heath bars.
1: Yeah, they're like a, a grandpa candy bar. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, like, like as a kid, like how often do you get a
2: Heath bar as a kid trick or treating?
3: Well, you know, you get those freaking like big packs of just random little pieces of candy. Yeah, There's always some nasty shit <coughs> in it, and it's usually a damn Heath bar or a hundred grand.
2: I don't ever I, remember getting Heath bars or hundred grands. I like
1: hundred grands
3: grand. like grand, grand. though,
2: but
1: I mean Heath Mar- bar. I don't remember getting them either though. Like, like I got I like a shit ton of Smarties because Smarties are always in the cheapest. Remember y'all are
3: uh, y'all are a different uh, generation than we remember?
4: Yeah, that's true Jeez. too. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm sorry to make you feel. Say, old.
2: Nah, that's all good. The freaking butterscotch candies.
3: Oh, yeah, those are bad, too. Yep, those are
2: terrible. Like, every freaking year, like, there's always one house on the block. Like,
4: you didn't want to go to it,
2: but... Really? I, I don't know. I had one guy that always gave out butterscotch candy. And, like, we had to go to his house every year because he was the nice guy, the nice older guy that lived on the
1: block. So... You know a uh, candy I used to love, like and I would like always get it from my friends because they hated it. Uh, is the uh like the Mary Jane's, but they're like orange and orange and black uh white uh rappers. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like my friends used to hate those, but I loved them. And so I was like, hey, it, hey. it's like a caramel type candy, wasn't it? It's kinda like a like a honey. I- that's like a like a honey or peanut butter taffy type,
4: yeah, candy. yeah, yeah. I actually I kind of like those. Like,
1: yeah, I did too. But
4: they're always those, like, those Well they're always like one of the like,
1: last like to eat like in the Halloween bucket. <laughs> like yellow and orange starbursts. Like I don't know why people didn't like them, but like you could also always trade for some yellow and orange starbursts. Like hey, give me all your yellow and orange starbursts, and I'll give you like one red.
4: <laughs> oh man! Ah, oh, wh- okay.
2: Worst item you've ever gotten trick or treating?
4: Worst item? Worst item? Non candy item? Uh, I don't really think I've gotten anything not candy. <laughs> you've yeah, never well, gotten I- a toothbrush? I
3: don't <laughs> think so.
1: I've gotten like maybe like some stickers or something or a pencil. No, never got a pencil. I don't think
2: so, oh my god! Where are you trick or treating, man? <laughs> my, neighborhood my neighborhood, man. Like there, there was one house, two houses actually. There was one that gave out toothbrushes. Oh
1: my god! So and there was do- one that
2: gave out pencils.
1: So what you do, what you do, Chris? This is how we handled it in my neighborhood. And
2: we egged the shit out of those so,
0: houses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they finally, they just
1: finally stopped. just stopped. And like three dozen of eggs. <laughs> you egg the hell out of the, the house. That's what we used to do. Or like the the fuckers that didn't put their lights on. You know, like you always had those people that, like didn't have their lights on. Yeah. You know, like, and fuck y'all, we're gonna egg the hell out of your house. Better give out some fucking candy. <laughs> I
3: remember when I was in uh he's like one of my neighborhood when I first lived with my mom, there used to be this 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 one house that they would literally just leave candy out there for you to grab. We're like, here, just take whatever you want. I'm like, what's the fucking point in Because they wanted yeah. to take their kids trick or treating, but they wanted to have candy out for people. I was like, Yeah, I was, all I'm gonna do is take your bucket and dump it in my bag. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: not,
1: not me. I was like too honest. I was, I was like. I, I
3: mean, I didn't do it either because I was just like. I, I mean, I'm not the only person wanting candy, but I'm just like. I'm not gonna be that kid that's not like that though, you know. Yeah, There's I was someone still, that does it. I was too honest. I was
4: always like, yeah, I'm gonna take three pieces. Man, yeah, I'll just, I don't, leave, like, I'll just leave one.
2: Yeah, there's a couple houses in my neighborhood now that does that. Like they don't care. There's like then we don't we don't really get a whole lot of trick or treaters over here anyway. And I'm literally the only house on my block that does anything. No, so, I probably get like maybe 10, 15 kids like every year. Not yeah, counting.
3: But it's also kids. because like half of them run away from your house.
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But everybody you know, stops in the neighborhood, like drives by the house real
1: slow. I used to put uh I used to do a haunted house in my backyard when I lived in Nashville. That's on Big Street.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys I saw uh, while I was on my trip, I uh, passed by Carl's old house. Still in good working condition. You passed on my what? I passed by your house on my trip.
1: You gonna pass by my house? Yeah it is. No, dude. Both of my houses are no longer standing.
3: No, man. I passed it. I, I swear. It said owner Carl Crossland's the Crossland household.
1: Yeah, they it said
3: it. it my, said it on the, my on the, on home the mailbox.
1: Are not standing anymore. Like, they built new houses over them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you say so, man. Uh,
2: did you go to to a bar in Nashville, Tennessee.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I saw uh, Jerry Lawler while I was in the <laughs> Oh my god!
2: Like... Oh, speaking of Jerry Lawler,
3: oh my god!
2: New York Comic Con started yesterday. Yeah. So, one of the tables has Jerry Lawler, Rob Van Dam, Katie Forbes. I saw yeah. it. And then Jim Ross is there. Jake the Snake Roberts was there today. There's a picture of Jerry Lawler, Katie Forbes, Rob Van Dam, Jim Ross, Jake the Snake Roberts, all one photo. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler is literally standing on one side of Katie Forbes, pointing at her ass. Oh, you didn't
3: see the thing I
0: saw.
3: <laughs> I, whatever you usually do, has to follow. Out. Rob Van Dam on uh, Instagram. There's, like, a thing of her and, like, and Carl, I, I know you, you should probably look it up. She's wearing this, like, super skinny, like, bathing suit or whatever, like, shaking her butt while yeah. Rob Van Dam is smoking this, like, enormous pipe.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
3: I was like, what is, oh, my God.
1: When oh, we went yeah. to the Con, like, she was there and I kind of felt bad like I felt bad because like Robin Van had like this huge ass line and like nobody <laughs> nobody was like even talking to her but, like I almost felt bad and I started join my picture but I didn't feel that bad but, uh, I know everybody was in line for RVD <laughs> but, uh, but she had her ass out there and I'm like alright like I'm sure my son was enjoying it. <laughs> she, she walked in with her ass out, like,
2: like that dress that she walked in on at SuperCon. Like, she bent over, like her ass cheeks would have been all over the place. Yeah, because it was like, it's like
1: stripper gear. Yeah, that's
2: what she is. She's a fucking glorified stripper. Oh, um, <laughs>
1: wow,
2: we got, like way off on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, That's it's... all we can get. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Oh, that makes me remember uh she had a thing in there that she had swallowed at that museum. But I can't tell you what it was. It's in the classified <laughs> section. <It's> the Classified <laughs> section.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe,
3: oh. uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. All right, so Garrett, what
4: the hell are you doing?
3: Don't worry about it.
4: <laughs> like, told you, <laughs> you,
2: you can't wait until we're done recording to do that.
0: We
4: have many forms.
0: Oh,
3: it's funny. Oh, it's great.
2: Good Lord, y'all need
3: Jesus. No, we don't. He's on the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make everything worse. <laughs>
3: oh, man.
2: All right. Speaking of making everything worse, be sure to follow some of our friends, the Four Horsemen of Wrestling Podcast. You can check out our friend, Phil Gentile, um, and the Fig Cave Podcast. And while you're at it, Head over to Facebook and join the Fig Cape group on Facebook as well. Probably one of the best free figure groups on Facebook. You don't need to be a member of a Patreon to get access to it. Lots of cool people in this group, always out hunting, picking up stuff for other members. Um, Don't pay third party scalper prices on eBay or Macari or whatever for new stuff that is on the pegs. Join the group. Everything is retail plus shipping if it's still. Available on store shelves. Um, you check out the run in podcast with our friends, Tommy and DJ doing their thing over there each and every week. Uh, new episodes for them drop every Friday. Uh, be sure to subscribe to their feed. And check that out as well. And a friend, Kenny at the call up podcast. Um, dropping interviews and his live weekly show on YouTube called cup of coffee. Um, definitely check that out. Subscribe, follow them, leave them some reviews, um, wherever you listen to your podcast at iTunes pod chaser, whatever. Um, yeah, same with us. Go ahead. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a nice five-star review, um, helps us get a little more traction, uh, a little more visibility with those reviews and subscribe to the podcast feeds, follow us wherever you listen to your podcast app. That helps as well. Uh, Pod Chaser, if you don't have Apple, if you're not listening on an Apple device or don't have access to iTunes or whatever, you can check us out on Pod Chaser. Leave us a review on there as well. Um, Carl.
1: Yes,
2: sir. Theme of the week, man. What you got for us? I
1: actually did pick one out this week. Woo. I saw it in the an- yes. so You'll be proud of me, Garrett. Uh, I don't think we've done this one, but y'all can tell me if I'm wrong. Have we done tests yet? No. We are doing, uh, a uh, test I guess is what it's called.
2: Like his, like his first theme? Yeah, that, yeah. Test, yeah. this is a test, test? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: Yeah.
1: And we, yeah, run, we're not... A theme that
2: I didn't know about besides the TNA theme. I I was thinking like the TNA theme. And I think I don't know if his ECW theme was different. I could have been. Yeah, we can do test. It's definitely um a deep cut there, and that test was actually good. I think during his before he passed away, like his final his run in WC or. Er, not WCW, but his last stint there in WWE was actually pretty good.
1: I I always kind of enjoyed Test like um, when he had that little run right after Test and Albert, where he's supposed to be engaged with Stephanie and all that. Like,
2: yeah, was, it definitely was, definitely picked up there. Then when he came back with like the short hair and he was like bulked up a little more. Yeah, like, he's like definitely had some good matches on that uh, awesome alright but that's uh, it's going to wrap things up for us this week uh, on behalf of myself Chris the Heat Matthews, Garrett G Money, Money, Money and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland this has been episode 113 of the Wrestle Podcast thank you guys for checking us out as always and we will chat with you all next week later Marks if he ain't fitting, he's swallowing. <laughs> Garrett's learned all about swallowing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>